Ah, well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And also for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, uh, hello. And um, I'm working on a new headphone and a new headset. I think it wor- it's working, but I'm not sure and I won't until after um, after it finishes and that it downloads correctly. So uh, we're going to try this and see if this works. And if not, then um, hopefully the Blog Talk Radio folks will come over to YouTube. So hi, everyone. This is Medicine Walk, and I'm Dr. Eileen. And it has just been a very cool and very crazy week, considering that, well, I finished up my play, that I'd been talking about, and did okay, and got some really great feedback and great reviews on it, and it was interesting stepping into a character that I felt very familiar with, but at the same time, there were places that I really kind of had to stretch to be able to embrace it, and I have a habit, and I think most of us kind of have a habit of judging ourselves a little bit more harshly than we need to. And, I mean, I think that's just kind of human nature in a lot of ways. I mean, in some ways, there's light and shadow in everything. And on the really positive side, it's always good to be able to take a good, honest look at yourself and to always feel, you know what, there's always that place for improvement. There's always that place that I can do better. There's always that way that I can, you know, raise the bar for myself. And to, you know, really take a look at it and say, you know, where can I improve? And the shadow side of that judgment piece is you messed up again or you could have done it better or you didn't have um, – something just made a noise. That's very going to do that. Anyway, um, those places where – judgment becomes a hindrance. It doesn't become something that motivates you to move forward. It's something that actually motivates you not to try and not to, you know, do what it is that you can do. So that's why I called today's walk, uh, You Be the Judge. And it's about learning to go into that positive place of self-evaluation, not self-judgment. And uh, the the Dr. Wayne Dyer had uh, a quote, and it was, it is none of my business what other people think of me, or something like that. And while that's kind of hard to embrace a little bit, because, I mean, we're communal creatures, and our interaction with our peer groups, our interaction with our work groups, our interaction with our social groups, those are all very important, and it's on an Instinctive level that we have kind of that that sense of where do we fit into our pack, and so on one hand it's very hard to say hey you know I don't care what anybody thinks of me, and on the other hand it's important to go well how am I fitting into into my world into my my community, and is there something that's I'm doing to create a disruption in that that I could change. So in considering what it is that you have the ability to shift, um, maybe you have a tendency to speak very negatively 
And that's something that if you were able to shift that would really allow you to interact with your peers a little bit better. Uh, Maybe you need to work on those listening skills. Or maybe it's not you, maybe it's the group, and maybe you need to find another group that you are more in sync with. So there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but today we're looking at the idea of what is it that you honestly feel? Are you a fair judge of yourself? Are you an impartial judge of yourself? And that's very challenging because let's take the scenario on one of the nights, uh, the second night of my play, I flubbed some of the lines and, and I blanked on a few. And I grew up stuttering. When I was young, I had this phase where I stuttered. And so once you've had that, once you've dealt with that, it always stays a little bit in you. There's always that, especially if it's something you um, there's always that place of, oh, gosh, am I going to stutter? And if I get panicked, if I get very emotional, I will stutter. And not many people have seen me do it, and I learned some tricks when I was younger that helped me to be able to kind of mask it. But the emotion and the fear that goes with it are very, very real and can be very debilitating. So the second night I was now. In my defense, before the performance, I had eaten some leftover pizza, and that ended up having a rather nasty intestinal effect on me. And while I was eating it, I bit my tongue so hard, it just swelled. So every word I said was painful, and I was uncomfortable. So I was distracted. And so I didn't do as well that night as I would have liked. And so my inner judge had an excellent opportunity to kick in and say, do you see, you didn't have it down because the first night went beautifully. It's like, yeah, you got cocky because of the first night and you didn't do as well. And see, I knew this was more than you. Yeah, it's very easy to go into that place of judgment. Now, because... I've done a lot of work and a lot of of deep conversations with myself. And because I, I believe in the idea that, you know, there's a council up here and my anger and my, my love and my highest self and lowest self and my fear and, and my courage, you know, and all of those aspects of me, I just picture sitting around a table. And for me, it's easier to do that because if I'm feeling afraid, I remind myself, Not all of me is afraid, just my fear. And that's my fear saying, hey, you know, we need to do something about this. This is is not good. So I'm able to isolate and it's like, okay, what's my fear trying to tell me? Well, it's on a council too. And see, every aspect has a counterpart. You know, fear has um, discernment. It's not about fear that, well, I may not want to do that thing, not because it's a phrase, I'm afraid to do it, but because it's not the best option. And because of past experiences, we might take another look at doing that. So the counterpart to judgment is the counselor. And so rather than go into judgment saying, see, you messed up, you knew that you were going to mess up, you flood lines, you know you used to stutter, 
and all of those things, well, then I decide, you know what, judge, I know that's your vote, but I need to go talk to the counselor right now. And when I interact with that inner counselor, the first thing the inner counselor says is, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yes, you flushed some of the lines, but you never stopped. You didn't freeze because that's what I would normally have done, and that's what I'd done in some of the rehearsals. You didn't freeze. You kept going. You made it through the whole thing, and best. And tomorrow night, you're going to do even better. And there were some extenuating circumstances. So don't beat yourself up because this is just something we've learned from. So by shifting that place from the inner judge to the inner counselor, that allows me to be able to go, oh, okay, I don't have to add feeling bad because of a lack in me. It, it was never a lack in me. It was about, you know, it was just about, it wasn't a good night. And I'm sure anybody who's ever been in the theater understands when it's just not a good night. So the idea that we can take those experiences and, and yes, the judge is always going to be there. I make sure that both sides are represented because I know that if it's a feeling that I'm having, if I'm defaulting into, okay, judge, go ahead, you know, let me have it. If I'm feeling like I'm judging myself, I know that's where my attention needs to be. I can't pretend like those parts of me aren't there. I will always have fear because fear is not a bad thing. Fear can be very good sometimes. It can, it can lead to discernment and wisdom. All of my feelings are valid. If I go into anger, and yeah, sometimes I go into major anger, then I realize, okay, I'm in anger. I am not going to judge myself for going into anger. I'm going to decide and choose First, what that anger is about, and second, what is it that I want as an outcome? What is it that I want to be able to have as a result, and how is it that I move myself forward in the best possible way to, you know, just resolve it? Because once I figure out what I'm angry about, what do I feel I need in order to resolve it, whether it's, you know what, I got to go talk to somebody, or maybe it's, um, you know, I, I need to sit down and write a letter or maybe I need to go meditate or, or maybe I need to go play a video game and, and work off a little steam. But whatever it is that will allow anger to go, okay, all right, I'm satisfied. I'm calm now. Then we can move forward. Now, if other people in what, however I choose, if I choose that, no, I need to get up and I need to say something to somebody, yeah, they're going to have a reaction to it. And it's going to either it's going to become a healthy exchange of ideas or it's going to just kind of be a row. And if I feel that I need to say something, I'm going to say it. And I understand that it may irritate some people. I have striven ever since I started doing the blog talk radio, ever since I started doing YouTube, ever since I started working with people as a teacher and, and a counselor, I've wanted to give people my truth. And it's very important to me 
to give my truth. I give my truth to you. It, it may not be always eloquent. It may not be always the most, you know, cohesive. I know sometimes I go off on the tangents because this is completely unscripted. There is nothing that I pre-prepare in any of these things. So this is me. This is me in, in my absolute moment. And it is the honest me. What I say to you, I would say if I had, you know, someone who I love the most sitting next to me. So when I consider that all the things, it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of putting out there, I'm putting my heart out there, I'm putting my truth out there. What if people react badly? What if people, you know, feel badly? What if I accidentally make somebody feel worse? I can't fall into judging myself for that. I can't fall into second-guessing myself because then I won't get a single word out. I mean, is it possible that something I say really irritates somebody? Yes, I know. And it may be that stuff I've said really irritates people. Okay, I get it. I will always give you my truth. And it's what I honestly feel in my heart. And when we're looking at that, okay, you know, let's let's check off the things from the perspective of the counselor and not the judge, because the judge just kind of comes from all the things you did wrong. And it's very easy for us to fall into that place. And in some ways, it's it's almost as if if I dump on myself enough, what I felt was if I dumped on myself enough then that means when the person came, if somebody else came up to me and told me how lousy I was, it's like, well, hey, you can't hurt me because I've already dumped on myself. And defense mechanism, it's a survival mechanism. Yeah, I know I'm clumsy. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so I make the joke about myself. It's sort of like a Cyrano de Bergerac, you know, in any of the stories. Or if you saw Roxanne with Steve Martin, he was the guy with a big, huge nose, and his way of dealing with it was if somebody came up and insulted him, he'd say, you know, are you kidding? Are you call that an insult? I will think of a dozen insults that are much more, you know, intelligent than that. So that was a survival tool. Our judge becomes a survival tool because that way, if we let ourselves have it, nobody else can let us have it. If somebody comments, hey, you messed up, it's like... Like, I don't know that. Go ahead. You know, I've, I've already told myself that. So I know for me, that became a survival tool. That if I could criticize myself, then other people's criticism would not affect me so much. And yes, it is a way of making it through, especially, you know, when you're a very sensitive person. And being able to take that out and say, okay, I don't need to just look at that part of myself in order to be able to deal with the criticism of others. I can tap into the counselor who will say, hey, it could have been worse. I mean, if all else fails, I, I know that it always could have been worse. And when I consider 
what it is that I do, what it is that I, you know, how I'm judging myself, how I'm, how I'm not letting myself have that say, how I'm not letting myself have that opportunity. Sorry, I guess I have to check something. There we go. How I'm going to let myself um, deal with things. Whatever we deal with, it goes internal first. And the first person who gets it is the judge. And we start deciding whether or not, you know, I mean, not even that it's good, but, you know, how bad it was. Even if it's something that's successful. And I know there have been times when people have come and told me, oh, my gosh, you did such such a great job. And for me, I will immediately focus on, okay, they think I did a great job, but I know I didn't. And that slides me right back in front of the judge. And it's always good to allow the whole you, let your whole council have a say. Because, you know, maybe fear will vote, well, you know, we were scared, but we didn't actually stop. And we were terrified the whole time. And maybe anger will say, you know what, I'm really irritated because I know those. I knew them, and yet I messed them up anyway. But then love is going to come in and say, you know what, you know, we did pretty good. And, and looking at the audience, they really embraced it. They really appreciated it. They, they were there with us. So we must not have done too bad because all those people came up and said such nice things. And we don't believe that they just did it to be nice. So that, you know, looking at some of the evidence because it's it's the judge. So, of course, there should be evidence. And, yeah, you can get the judge to change the ruling. But you've got to incorporate the counselor. You've got to say, you know what, doggone, we did okay. We did okay. And if nothing else, I learned more for what I'm going to do later on. The judge is a part of us. But you, the conscious you, the collective you, can be able to override that judge. I mean, think of, think of it as like taking the issue to a higher court. I mean, that's the judge of the low court and all of that. But you can take that to a higher court, which is the collective you, the spiritual you. That part of you that is connected to whatever higher consciousness you choose to identify with. That part that says, you know what? I'm loved. And I know that I did something really hard. And it may not have been perfect, but it was pretty well. So I'm going to cut myself some slack. I'm going to let go of the mistakes I made with it and just appreciate that I gave it my all and I will have another opportunity and I'm going to do even better because I'm going to learn from the things that went wrong because that's the best part of messing up is that we get to learn from what went wrong and to be able to take a whole new and to say, you know what, I can come at this from a different direction. So, you know, I went over my script again, I looked at it and, you know, wrote in a few like little reminder notes, 
you know, things that would click. I made a few more connections like, okay, if I remember this, then this part leads to this. And so I was able to do it on the last. I got, I think, I got every single line there. I, I may have tweaked them a little bit, but every single line that I had to memorize, and there was a bunch, I was able to get. And I can, I can feel good about that, and I can give myself credit for that. And I can realize, you know what? I have never had to memorize that many lines before. I didn't think I could do it at the beginning, and I did. I was able to do it, which meant that I now can realize that I could do something that I couldn't do before, or at least I didn't know I could do it before. I like to say if I've never done anything before, then if it's something I haven't done before, I could be brilliant at it. I don't know. So while I don't know if I was brilliant at it, I do know I was pretty good, which means that I could learn to get better. But the basics of it, I got, and and I'm willing to give myself credit for that. So when you think about the fact that, you know, there is that judge that we have within ourselves, but don't let that first judge be the one to decide the case. You could always always appeal it to a higher court. And that's that's what we get to do because, you know, it's all on us. Oh, stop. Yes. So, the judge, all of you, all of yourself, including your higher self, your spiritual self. Yeah, if something goes wrong, yeah, there's ways that you can go, all right, these are the ways that I can improve it. Because that's what the mess-ups are for. Mom had a poster that said, life is the childhood of my immortality. And I always loved that. I, I, I think it was like by a or something. But to think that life, life is the childhood of my immortality, which means as a child, you're not supposed to get it all right. You're supposed to learn how to do things. It's supposed to be trial and error. But ultimately, we get it. And I, I love the fact that whatever it is, it doesn't go well, or if it's just like an epic, epic fail. And I've had those in my life. I've had a few, oh, man, if I had gone back and if I had done it a little bit differently... The thing is, I wouldn't know now, you know, the saying, you know, I I wish I knew then what I know now. The only reason I know it now was because I didn't know it then. The only reason that I know a better way to do things was because of those times that I didn't do it correctly. And, yeah, I know that a part of my survival was to beat myself up so much that nobody else would. My dad actually told me once that when I was young, he found it so hard to punish me because I would I would punish myself. I would take it on. And so it was almost like what I would do to myself. And, and I've had teachers tell me that, that, you know, when they felt like fussing at me, they saw that I was beating myself up so bad about it that there really wasn't a whole lot more they could add other than to tell me how to do it right and to make sure I knew how to do it right. 
let, let yourself be the judge. Let all of you, your conscious self, your spiritual self, your gut feeling, and, and your inner compassion, and your love, and your kindness, let all of them be a part of, of the judgment. Because when you shift judge to counselor, that's where you, le- you learn things. That's where you get that really cool stuff. It doesn't just stay at, I messed up, I'm no good. It moves through, wow, well, that was a thing, and it could have been worse, and let's sort through, let's pull out the black box, and let's sort through it, figure out why it happened, figure out how we can do it better next time. I mean, that's what life is all about, is figuring out how to do it better next time. So don't judge yourself. Don't worry. You're good enough, and I'm just proud of you for trying. And I'm happy that people tell me they're proud of me for trying. We can all do this. We can, we can make it through all this weirdness and, and all of these trials and tribulations and stuff. We can make it through all of it together. And if you feel like you need to reach out, reach out to somebody. Reach out to somebody who can be that counselor and saying, well, okay, yeah, it, it kind of went off the rails, but it could have been worse. So let's take a look at it because sometimes it helps to do that with somebody who can sort of hold that space for you, especially when you're really, you know, kind of in that, that beat it, I need to get myself mode. It's good to have people who will say, hey, 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 no, 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 no. You don't get to beat yourself up over this. It wasn't that bad. Let's take a look at it. And if you have, you know, something that you're really struggling with, letting go of the judgment, do yourself a favor and take it to a higher court because that first judge, that's all they know. And you can do better and you will do better and you can learn from it. And next time you got it. So it's nobody, it's not your business what other people think of you. Don't bring in their judges either because everybody else has their own judge. Just do what you can. Do the best you can. Learn from this badly. And then move forward and do it better. Life is not about never making a mistake. It's trying not to make the same mistake too many times. But we're all going to do this. We're all going to make it together. So, thank you for joining me. And if you enjoyed this video, uh, then you can like, you can subscribe. It's always cool when people subscribe. And when you subscribe, click the little bell because that will make sure you get notifications of anything that's coming up. Uh, You can comment. I do check the comments. I do answer comments. And I would love to hear from you if there's any, any input you have. If there's a topic that you would like me to cover in an episode, I will be happy to and, and give you my best insight. And you can, well, what was it? Oh, and share if you'd like. I have posted a video um, of an interview, so you can, you can look that up on, on the Medicine Walk site. Or you can join our Facebook community. Hi, Facebook guys. 
at Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. It's a group. And uh, join up. And it's fun to grow a community. And we're coming up on the year anniversary. I'm coming up on my first year of doing YouTube. And it will be, I just passed my sixth year, I think, of uh, doing um, Blog Talk Radio. So thank you for joining me. And until next time, as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. And don't forget, take the judgment to a higher court. They're much more nice. Bye.